0: Instead of losing our minds, we can find a new, transformed one. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have actually part one of a two-part message by Beth Moore talking about the importance of transforming our mind. Here's Beth. Beth. Let me tell you a game the enemy is playing with us. And he's playing uh, with us all over the body of Christ with this. You have the right in Christ to be a whole person. One of the things that James says all the time is, that I just he says, I spend my life desiring to see the church get healthy. Every single one of us has the right in Christ to be a whole, healthy individual. To have a healthy heart and a healthy mind, it gets to be your right in Christ. And here's what happens. When we begin to realize, for a long time, we, just, we won't even admit we have any stuff at all. But then once we come to grips with the fact that we really do have some pretty severe stuff, here's what the enemy starts uh, playing on us with. He begins to convince us that if we really ever did open that can of worms, we wouldn't be able to deal with it. So if he can ever convince us, if I ever really looked into my past and dealt with the things that happened to me in childhood, I will go crazy. I will go crazy. And listen, it's a big one. It's a big one because it's a serious threat because we think really honestly that could happen. And you know what? I'm not so sure it couldn't unless you claimed you're right, you claimed you're right in Christ. Listen, what does the enemy have to gain by convincing you don't ever deal with your past? Because your mind will never make it all the way through it. That is a stinking lie. You talk about a lie from the pit of hell. To do anything to threaten us that we would not be able to get through it. Listen, he knows that on the other side of you dealing with your stuff, in the health and healing of Christ Jesus, your deliverer would set your feet into a place of effectiveness and ministry and anointing. The enemy has great stake in you not going. So he has everything to lose and you getting healthy in Christ. Everything to lose. So whatever he has to play on you to get you from dealing with your stuff, he's going to do it. Now I'm going to tell you something. This happened to me. This happened to me. When I was in my early 30s, I, I had a crisis come in my life. And I, I've shared with you before on Wednesdays, but but just in, in the knowledge that there are going to be different people listening today, I want you to know a testimony is something you tell a number of times because it's your story. And when I was growing up, I really did have a heart for God. I just had an extremely self-destructive, uh, very unhealthy heart and mind. And I kept just cycling from one pit to the next. And it, this pit would look a little different than that pit, but listen, it was all pit-dwelling constant defeat, cycling in and out of it. And I, I came to a place when I began to really um, wake up uh, to a desire to walk with God, I, I became convinced, honestly, that the way you do this, uh, even though I knew what all was in my past, you just pick up and you go on. That That's what you do. That's what good Christians do. Put it behind you and go on. No, no thought to maybe you ought to open up your heart and let God heal you. No, it's just like, Don't think about it. So that happened. Good Christians pick themselves up and they walk on. Anybody ever thought with that mentality before? Don't bother letting him heal you. Just get up and walk on. Other people have been through worse things. So we convince ourselves of this kind of thing. Well, see, it takes, I want you to just let me use this metaphor because I mean it as a metaphor and nothing more. When, when you've got a very self-destructive side of you inside of you, it takes a whole lot of energy to hold that monster down. You might know what I'm talking about. Well, what if life pitches you something that takes a lot of energy and you can't hold it down? Because now your hands are over here trying to hold this down, and now your hands are over here trying to hold this down. I came to a time in my family life where there were so many demands around me. I had a very, very problematic uh, situation in my home. Uh, uh, For one thing, a little boy that we were raising that was having tremendous behavioral problems. And suddenly, I couldn't keep my own stuff down because I needed to help with everybody else's stuff. Well, I took my hands off. And when I tell you that that nine-foot Goliath stood up in me and she was ugly, boy, am I not kidding. And when I had to come to grips, I looked at my self-destructive self right in the mirror. And I thought, girlfriend, if you do not let God heal you, you are going to self-destruct. You are going to self-destruct. You who know better than this are going to self-destruct. And here's what the enemy, I thought, when I looked back and I thought, oh, my word, when the day comes that I'm going to have to tell somebody about my abuse and I'm going to have to spit this out to somebody. And I've never told the details of it in public, but I have gone to a counselor and dead on told everything that happened to me. My husband knows much of what happened to me, but I can tell you that in that process, I became convinced that if I really did think it through, I was going to go crazy. I was going to go crazy when the truth was I was about to be set free. I was about to be healed. But the enemy couldn't let me think that. And for a while, I thought to myself, woman, you'll never be able to raise your children. You're You're going to be crazy by the time this is over with. Only that was a lie. That was a lie. Now, here's what I want to tell you. It may be that, like me, you need to get professional counseling, somebody that really knows what they're doing in Christ and can help you along the way. But this I will tell you. You have the right to claim your soundness of mind to deal with your own stuff and get on to what you're called to do and walk as a whole healthy person in Christ instead of in the fear that if you ever opened up that door in your background, you could not deal with it. That is a lie. One of the things that I love about Christ is that when he heals you, he heals you in a very progressive manner. He doesn't just open the whole thing up and ha- up comes Jack in the box all at once. He doesn't do this and, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, he just, layer by layer, when we're walking with him, we're, we're not forcing anything i don't know what to think i won't get letters over this kind of thing but i don't know what to think when we have somebody that, that is is not trained and takes us back and starts getting us to to open up to a lot of things and talk through a lot of things before we're ready i believe in having somebody that really knows what they're doing in and, and layers and layers and layers and layers Not just taking me back someplace that that is not protected and led uh, there by my God. I I want my healer to take me there, not somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. Listen, if you're chronically depressed, you, you really do need to see a professional. Don't be scared to do that. Don't be driven by a spirit of fear. Let me tell you something, instead of losing our minds, we may be about to find a new one. A renewed mind that doesn't conform even to our own world and our own past, but is transformed by Christ himself. Have I been given the spirit of fear? Or have I been given the spirit of Christ that gives me power, love, and a sound mind? A sound mind when I've received a troubling diagnosis and I'm tempted to think, I, I can't make it through this. I cannot. I'm not, Lord, I'm not strong enough for this. I can't go through this with this threat on my health and on my life. I mean, this, this is the wrong person. I don't have this in me. And I mean, we just begin to go, we honestly stand at a crossroad thinking to ourselves, if I just go with this, if I, if I just go with this thought process, I, I'm going to lose it here. I'm going to absolutely lose it. Spirit of fear. Over our very lives and our very health. And yet his word echoes to us in 2 Timothy 1 7. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and, girlfriend, a very sound mind. The enemy doesn't get to have that. No diagnosis can take that from you. No health problem can take that from you. No rejection can take that from you. No betrayal can take that from you. No circumstance can take that from you. It is your right in Christ. Everybody say, I have the right to a sound mind. mind. No matter my health, no matter my my circumstances, no matter my my past, past, I have have the right right to to a sound mind. That was Beth Moore, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Beth Moore, claiming your right to a sound mind. You can also find out more information about Beth at her ministry website, lproof.org. I hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow.